0: Hello, everyone. This is Brittany Hill, and you're tuning in to Six Feet Apart, where I'm chatting with people in my network while we all have a little bit of extra time on our hands at home. We will cover who they are, how the coronavirus is affecting their network, tips they have for staying sane during this time of chaos, and so much more. Thanks for listening. Hello, everyone. Welcome back. I am here with one of my dearest friends, Ariana Drexler. Ari girl, I'm so happy to have you on the podcast. We've been talking about this now for so long. And I feel like part of me had to convince you a little bit, but I'm just happy that you are here. So feel free to introduce yourself and tell everybody how we know each other.
1: Hi, everyone. I'm Ariana. <laughs> and yes, I definitely feel like I needed to be convinced. Um, I'm a little bit nervous, but excited to be here and hear that podcast voice in person. It's <laughs> very real. You're very so good. Yeah.
0: At it. Oh, so thank so- you. <laughs>
1: um, but yeah, so how did we meet? We met in college our freshman year. And I can't really remember the first time that we met, but I remember my first like image of you and what I thought and I was just like who is this social butterfly and how does she know everyone and why is she everybody's or every man's best friend I need to be her friend and why (laughs) is she pinching everyone's cheeks and why does she keep pinching my cheeks I don't know her please stop (laughs) oh my gosh that's
0: hilarious I know we were actually I feel like we were just trying to figure this out and I truly cannot imagine I mean not imagine I can't remember our first interaction Um, but I know that as the years in college went by, we started to get closer and closer every year. Um, and I remember just a specific time being at your house senior year or no junior year, whenever it was that we were about to go and study abroad and talking to you about studying abroad in Thailand and trying to convince you to do that. Um, it's just such a memory that's ingrained, um, in my mind and I feel like that year, yeah, that year is when we got super close. And then
1: we lived together in a honeycut uh, for
0: many years. Yes. So, so amazing. Well, yeah. So, friends, since college, now you've been, kind of give us your path since college. Yeah.
1: I've had a kind of a crazy path. I When I graduated, I moved to L.A. And I got an internship at a showroom. And for, for people who don't know what a showroom is, it's a agency that represents, like, different fashion brands and gets them into retailers, whether it's, like, Bloomingdale's or Nordstrom or just, like, specialty chain stores across the U.S. Mm-hmm. Um, I knew I wanted to be in fashion, and I knew I wanted to not be in retail. And so that kind of left one place, which is, is the wholesale industry. Mm-hmm. And then quickly fell in love with it and worked at the showroom for, like, seven years mm-hmm. and kind of, like, built my... My experience in my like business acumen there mm-hmm. and actually moved to New York with them um, and lived in New York for five years and helped build out that showroom
2: mm-hmm.
1: um, and then recently a little over a year ago moved to the Bay Area mm-hmm. to join all my friends and took like a complete pivot and left the, the fashion industry and joined Square.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: I did that for a year and felt like it was a really great experience but didn't feel like something I was as passionate about Mm -hmm. as fashion, so then got back into it and joined a company called Fair, and I joined back in January, so it's been like six months, Mm -hmm. and have been there since and totally love it and feel like I'm back in my groove and enjoying things again.
0: I love that it's almost a combination between the two worlds of tech and fashion, so tell us a little bit about what they do.
1: So, FAIR is an online marketplace Mm -hmm. for brands to connect with retailers. Mm -hmm. So, like, it's exactly what I was doing at the showroom, Mm -hmm. but instead it's leveraging more technology and product to help connect the two. Mm -hmm. Um, And so, like, I specifically focus in apparel. So, for example, I work with a bunch of different brands and help connect them with retailers all across the U.S. and make sure that they're able to find really cool products and stock their stores um, just so they can find the right things. It's really hard to do that now in the traditional like wholesale space. Right.
0: Okay. And so what type are you working with all different types of companies or do you have a specific focus?
1: Specifically on apparel. Okay. Which is ne- oh, when I started, when I started, I was doing like gifted home food and like beauty and it was great. It was a lot like so different than apparel, but mm. I think I knew I wanted to get back into fashion, Mm -hmm. and so they moved me over to that team, and I've been there since March. Okay, and now working with some really fun brands that, um, like, I would have wanted to work with
0: otherwise. Totally. So that's, I mean, pretty crazy timing that you started focusing on fashion in March, which is obviously when everything kind of hit the fan with the coronavirus. So, how has your role and even your company? changed since then?
1: Oh, my God. That was so hard and so crazy, both, like, on a personal level because I had w- just started and I was, yeah. like, I want to make a difference and I want to, like, show what I can do. I have all this experience. Mm-hmm. But then this happened and it's, like, totally out of my control, out of the company's control. And so we, we kind of had a pivot mm-hmm. and basically um, business stopped. Like, mm-hmm. our customer base is specialty stores, which with shelter in place, they were all closed. Ugh. And so we had to like really understand like what their pain points are mm-hmm. and how we could help and so we interviewed like 2500 retailers and like what what's wow. going on yeah it was pretty amazing like our ceo got on the phone with them and like had like very candid conversations yeah and there were like three really big takeaways the first is like we need to be classified as an essential business in order to like facilitate sales got it and so we would love your help to do that and so that meant like Giving them face masks,
2: mm-hmm. getting them
1: access to hand sanitizers, house cleaning go- like goods and things mm-hmm. like that. Um, and then, like continuing to help them alleviate a lot of like the risk and liability mm-hmm. that goes on with wholesale. So, oh. oftentimes, what happens is like retailers have to pay mm-hmm. on their credit card when an order ships, mm-hmm. and like they don't have access to funds right now. And so, we wow. had to ask like their bank basically and like front wow. them which is a huge risk for us because we don't know if we're ever going to get paid. But luckily our CEO was like, we'll take this risk for our customers and and did that. It was awesome. Um, And then they needed new ways to like work with hosts, with their brands because Mm -hmm. they weren't going to go to trade shows anymore. They Mm -hmm. couldn't go person to person. So like how can we have a safe conversation? Is that through zoom? Is it through live streaming? Like how did that look? And so since then, our sales team, which is the team that I'm on, completely shifted and only onboarded essential brands. So mm-hmm. I actually led the face mask initiative, which was super fun. Love that. Out to all these brands. And we actually today sold, we figured out we sold about 300,000 um, face masks, which stop. is
0: stop And you were in charge of that initiative, Ari. Yeah. That's amazing. Wow. It was so fun. Yeah. Did you get it some was- cool ones in that process? I did. I definitely <laughs> was like... If you want to send me a sample. (laughs) Oh, you know, that's amazing. I didn't even realize, hearing you talk about it, I didn't realize that the way companies became essential was by having some of those specific types of products. That's really fascinating.
1: It's kind of a workaround.
0: Yeah, no, I can imagine.
1: Technically aren't, but they were able to, like, kind of slide by. Mm -hmm. And a lot of people were able to keep their entire payroll on
2: mm-hmm.
1: because of mask, which I think is wow like incredible yeah
0: that's so cool and it says a lot I mean about your company because it's not like it's Google where they have a million dollars and every single person knows their name like yeah. it sounds like it would definitely be a big risk but that the co- like the company culture that you guys have it just sounds like it must be really great and really looking out for the good of everybody involved
1: yeah, it's it's super clear. It's funny when you work at a company and like things like this happen. You're clear can tell like who where their true like allies lie or like where absolutely. They work really. mm-hmm. And I feel like they did such a great job yeah. in, like understanding the the troubles and like things that our retailers are going through and helping them. Yeah.
0: With all that, do you feel like there's going to be a big shift in the retail industry?
1: Yes, it's actually already happening. Um, a lot of how business is conducted in our industry is through trade shows. Right. And so a lot of people gathering, whether it's in Vegas or New York, um, that's typically like the way that we do business and that's not happening for Mm -hmm. anybody this year. So brands are looking to businesses like fair and some others to like help give them the tools and, and products they need in order to like continue to do business. Okay. And so, One of the things that we're working on is um, live streaming one-on-one appointments. Mm. So instead of, you know, just having emails and kind of sending pictures, we're going to be talking kind of like how you and I are, Mm -hmm. where I can kind of show products and have a conversation in real life. Wow. And you as the buyer could put together your order over like the live streaming. Wow.
0: So 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 rather than somebody from the company having those calls, you guys are kind of bridging them? Yeah. Okay.
1: Because a lot of sales reps and showrooms are furloughed right now. Okay. Sadly. So it's up to the brands to kind of figure out how to make the sales. And mm-hmm. a lot of them don't have the resources or the time. And so i yeah. will leverage a platform like FAIR to help just do it for them.
0: Right. Wow. So you guys
1: were actually in a
0: really good position for all of this. That's, I mean, that's amazing. And even if that wasn't necessarily the direction you were planning to go in, it sounds like you guys are pivoting really well for what's happening. So...
1: Yeah, definitely that's I think awesome. working at a small company it's you're able to like pivot yeah we're agile and like react very quickly yeah. and so I think that's what they've done really well
0: totally and what do you see like because I have been to a couple of trade shows for when I went with Pura Vida do you feel do you feel like those will ever happen in the same way again honestly
1: I honestly don't think so I think Potentially there will be smaller ones. I don't foresee that happening in the next two, three years. Yeah. Oh my
0: gosh. Yeah. It's so crazy how that can be the absolute like backbone of the way that a company is run and then just nothing. It's, it just is, is baffling. And I guess I'm just kind of coming to terms with it hearing about this specific industry. So it's just it's a lot and I'm not even in it.
1: <laughs> oh, it's a lot. People are creative, though, and a lot of these small businesses are resilient, so they're finding ways to stay alive and figure it out. Yeah, so, absolutely.
0: Well, you are absolutely the fashionista of our friends. You always have been so on trend. So I actually am so... I want to ask you, what what is your favorite... I'm not going to say current trend because literally there's nothing but quarantine <laughs> <Nice>. chic. So <laughs> minus the chic for most people. Um... But what recently, maybe, or even ever, what have been some of your favorite trends and some of your least favorite trends?
1: Ooh, that's a good question. (laughs) Well, I will say my favorite trend right now is cozy (laughs) because I'm home all the time. So sweatshirts, leggings, I really haven't looked. Other than actually today is the first day. Your dress. Don't lie. (laughs) (laughs) But as far as all time, I think my always go-to, like, fashion trend is, like, the 90s. Mm-hmm. I'm, like, ride-or-die 90s. Totally. Like, if I could do twisties in my hair, I would put them with butterflies. <laughs> <in my hair>. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Some lip liner. It's oh, my fine. God. Well, you can pull anything off. That's the thing. Sometimes I feel like I look back and I'm like, what No, was I You doing? take risks,
0: which is amazing. Like, you take risks other people would not take in fashion, and I love that. Um, anything else that you, like, specifics?
1: Yeah, so I do love patterns on patterns. Mm-hmm. So, like, as you can see, I'm wearing two different polka dots. Oh, yes! So cute. So different polka dots, different stripes, different, like, floral patterns mm-hmm. don't necessarily have to go together. Um, I love tie-dye. I mm-hmm. know that's, like, already been a trend. Yeah. But lately, I've been wanting to do, like, my own tie-dye. Like, yeah. Little things that you can do. Mm-hmm. So, that's been fun. And then, um, I think just make bright colors right now. Okay. There's always a a good thing. And how Most about any fashion
0: faux pas?
1: Recently, <laughs> ever? I I'm not a fan of bell bottom jeans. Okay. Okay. I've always never. Felt, I've always felt like that's just not my thing. Mm-hmm. Um. What else? Overalls. I I I don't know. I flip flop. Like I feel like they're really cute, but also just don't look that great on me. So okay. So it's way.
0: like for yourself things. For like myself.
1: That. Yeah. Okay. And I'm trying to think. I don't know. I can't think of any other ones that I really don't like. Honestly, I'm open to trying them. And then, mm-hmm. like, usually, if I try it and it doesn't work, then I'm like, I'll just cross it off my list. Like, that's just not meant for me.
0: Yes. <laughs> I feel that. Oh, my God. Well, yes. I just – I couldn't let our conversation pass without asking something like that because you are so fashion-forward. And people just know you as this. So, I love it. Um. Okay. Well, what has just – Pivoting a little bit, I feel like we've talked about the word pivot, pivot multiple pivot. Times. Pivot. <laughs> um, Let's talk about what has your kind of day-to-day life looked like during quarantine.
1: Uh, well, it's pretty much the same mm-hmm. every single day. <laughs> um, wake up. Usually, I've I've actually stopped drinking coffee because it's giving me a ton of anxiety during okay. this time. So now I'm drinking matcha. Okay,
0: tea, love, which that. is
1: really fun to like in the morning so mm-hmm. I'll get up around like seven make my matcha take Zazie our new dog yes. on a walk I was
0: gonna say you better mention Zazie that that has been your quarantine
1: <laughs> literally all I do and she's over me because all I, I every in between every meeting I'll just go over and give her a nice cuddle and she's like please you're too you know much what, lady <laughs> she's over me but she's
0: <laughs> no choice though.
1: yes right. um and then I'll work all day until mm-hmm. like six but We'll stop in the middle to make lunch, and then at night, Abe and I will go for, like, a long walk mm-hmm. uh, like, a park, and then make dinner and try to watch a movie. Sometimes I fall asleep before then, but...
0: <laughs> yeah. Any... What's been your favorite movie so far during quarantine?
1: Um. Well, I just... Re- not necessarily a movie, but I just binge-watched Never Have I Ever. Have you seen that? Oh, not to, no. But honestly, I watched, like, the
0: little, you know, when it just pops up on your thing and then plays. I. So- I've heard so really great. good things. Okay,
1: awesome. So shout out to Talia Leibovitz. She's the one who recommended it. Amazing. But it's so, so good. And I like, it's just like a really easy, like, you can just binge watch it. Yeah. And it's, like, okay, great. But, this
0: is the, like, third time I've heard that, so I will definitely watch.
1: Yeah. And then the other one that I thought was really good is, and fitting to what's going on, is 13. Mm-hmm. Have you seen that one yet? No. By um, Ava, du- Ava DuVernay. I think I'm saying her name right. But um, basically it's about like, modern-day slavery and, like, jail. Is it a documentary? It, yes.
0: Okay. Um, no, I just wrote it down, though.
1: Yeah, definitely recommend watching it, Um, and it helps kind of give, it like, a good synopsis of, like, how we got here wow. and what we need to do to make it change, basically. Absolutely. Um, I mean, if
0: If you're comfortable, kind of, now's the time, I mean, with everything that's going on, how have you been feeling just about, like, the current state of the world?
1: I mean, I'm feeling really sad. I'm feeling really angry. Mm -hmm. But I'm also feeling really grateful that it's allowed some people to wake up. Mm -hmm. Um, Like, I don't think that what happened to George Floyd should have happened in order Mm -hmm. for this to happen. I think that's, like, not true at all. Mm -hmm. But I am happy to see some people start speaking up and like taking a stance. Mm-hmm. Some companies doing the same. Yeah. Um, so I'm grateful for that, but I'm really scared about just the anger that's that's rightfully so that mm-hmm. Black and Brown people are feeling and like the silence that has been bestowed upon them, mm-hmm. um, and just like wanting to take to take action. Yeah. Uh, and like wanting to to help in any way that I can. So. Yeah. Yeah, it's a, it's a crazy time, and I, I just, I don't know what they're going through. Like, I, I feel pretty privileged. Mm-hmm. I am really privileged, even mm-hmm. though I am a brown person. Yeah. But um, I would imagine that the anger is, like, reaching a point where, and then on top of that with a pandemic, it's just, like, you can't ask anybody to be, like, civilized right now. It's just not possible. You know?
0: Absolutely. It's all compounding, you know, and, and, and it is turning into one issue, um, which is really just eye-opening, like you said. Um, does that tie into any fears that you have just about this this time and about the coronavirus
1: yeah definitely i'm fearful right now for a lot of reasons i think number one i'm fearful for like what will happen with this pandemic and if we'll ever find some sort of vaccine or like a solution to it and mm-hmm. i don't feel confident in our leadership as a country so I'm pretty scared about like what additional things might come up and how we won't get to a place of resolve.
2: Totally.
1: Um, and then also I was really scared that um, the police or like the prosecutors wouldn't prosecute those three additional um, cops that mm-hmm. were involved with the killing. But today. Just found today. Out yep. I just heard workers, that. So that's good news. And I feel really happy about that. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I guess I'm just fearful for many reasons. Mm-hmm. And, and I just like that's. I'm trying to take every day yeah. baby steps and like, that was a win today. And yeah. so I'll consider it a good day. Yeah. And then deal with tomorrow.
0: Totally. And I mean, you're absolutely right. And how can we how can we not be fearful right now of everything that's going on? Um, because when you think that you're making progress with with one thing, um, I think it just opens the doors to all of the other just terrible things that are going on. Yeah. So it, it really kind of is hard to find those rainbows. But With that, have you, like, do you have any silver linings through all of this?
1: Yeah. I mean, I think the biggest thing was getting my dog. Mm, Zaz. (laughs) Yeah, Zazie. So she has been such, like, a wonderful treat throughout this whole thing. Like, something to look forward to, a way to put my energy into, like, whether it's training her or, like, taking her for a walk. That's been really fun. Um, I think we just moved. um, Abe and I just moved to Oakland. love your house. Such a fun thing. Like, I mean, of course, being anywhere for three months, not leaving is like, you'll go stir crazy. But I do feel grateful that it's in our new home and we can, like, put some some thought into how we want to decorate and, you know, all that fun stuff. So that's been really nice.
0: Yeah. And you guys have been working so hard on it. Um, you, I know that you do a lot of like yard work and you guys have a beautiful patio outside and you're really, you are putting a lot of TLC into your house. So I feel like it's a great, it was a perfect time for you guys to move in and to really make it home. And you're doing such a good job of that.
1: Thank you. Yeah. Even though it's been lots of work, oh my gosh. lots of yeah. trial and error.
0: I can only imagine home ownership. Oh, it's good and bad. Good and bad. <laughs> mostly it's good. good. Um, not that I'm there yet, but hopefully soon. Um, okay. Awesome. So what about kind of wrapping things up a little bit? What are three tips that you have for people to stay sane during this time? Ooh,
1: well, I'd be lying if I was say that I'm like (laughs) saying this this whole time, but I can definitely say some things that have helped me are creating a schedule. Mm -hmm. So like whether it's incorporating like a time to go for a walk or work out every day, that's been super super helpful and then been doing like nightly and sometimes like weekly baths. Love. (laughs) A candle, listen to like a podcast, that's been really nice. Mm -hmm. Um, And then also just alone time. Mm -hmm. Like love Abe to death (laughs) but we need some space and so I've gone for some walks alone, some hikes. Um, That has also just allowed me to clear my head Mm -hmm. and be alone with my thoughts. Like you would normally on the way to work you know like. Totally. I just lost that after this. So that's my one time to like yeah
0: rest. I definitely understand that. And as much as you, yeah, like love your partner, I think that having some separate space and separate time is just it's necessary for any human, you know? So yeah. I am with you okay. there. Oh my Thank god, yes, you are also such a chef. Um, what is
1: your favorite recent meal that you've made? Well, I cook the same things like pretty much, like, in rotation, but my favorite thing that I've made recently are, there's two things. One of them is a pantry pasta from Bon Appetit. Ooh. super good. Basically, just, like, add different versions of it, Mm -hmm. but it's kind of like um, cacho a pepe. Okay. Really delicious. Mm. And then also making just, like, any type of curry. Mm. I'm I'm Filipino, so, like, white rice with anything is delicious, so I'll make, like, adobo or curry. Mm Mm-hmm. Any one of those versions, Yum. which I got made Adobo, by the way. I
0: was just going to say, you inspired me from one of our, was it Friendsgiving or some meal that we got to share together and you brought, um, chicken Adobo and it was so amazing. And yes, you totally inspired me to make that. Um, good.
1: he's making it really yes.
0: So good. Oh my gosh. Well, anything else that you want to add any, I don't know, any, how about, oh, one more question actually before yeah. you, um, what are some podcasts that you've been listening to? Ooh,
1: um, one that actually Talia, our friend mentioned Mm -hmm. is Call Your Girlfriend. Mm
2: -hmm.
1: That's one, um, I've actually started listening to one of the episodes, but I want to continue. It's really good. Mm -hmm. I recommend. And then another one that I've been doing, of course, is like the daily. Mm -hmm. Oh, I get all
0: my news from that legitimately. I love
1: it. Like you did some features on like certain things, like couples go through and Mm -hmm. stuff like that to listen to. yeah. Um and then I like Goop's
0: podcast this is my guilty pleasure. oh me too that's so I love that you mentioned that the only time I listen to Goop that's what you said right yeah. yeah is when I take a bath that's like my my Goop I swear um it's just that's the the mode like candle and just kind of quiet peaceful it's always talking about really intriguing topics
1: yeah like it's totally my
0: my guilty pleasure and I'm happy love totally. that oh my gosh well yeah anything else that you want to
1: add. Well, I want to say thank you for having me. It's been so fun. I feel like this has been such a light to look forward to. So keep doing it. Thank you. Really fun watching you do this side project. I, appreciate I be a part of it.
0: I'm so glad. I just love you so much. And I'll see you soon. Hopefully. <laughs> That's it for today. Thanks so much for listening. This is your daily reminder that even though we have to stay six feet apart, there's no better time to stay connected. So go text someone you love and let them know that you're thinking of them. I know I'm going to. Bye.